0: Hi, this is Brian Twitty from CM Life. I'm the features editor, and this is Central Headlines. I'm here with Halima Abdi from the photo story we're doing for a cover, um, and she is a Muslim student at CMU. So, hi. <laughs> okay, so you're a refugee from Kenya. So, when did your family decide to come to America, and what exactly made them decide to come here?
1: Um, it kind of took a little bit of my mom losing a couple of, you know, kids, my mom lost three kids, um, and, um, opportunity wasn't very out there for us, um, my mom needed safety for us, my mom needed opportunities, just a start from somewhere, and, um, from there, we kind of applied to come to the U.S. back in 2004 and we got accepted, and it took a while, but we came. We went from a refugee to the US, and then from there, we were put in a family, my mom's sister, for a little bit, to live with them until we can get on our own feet, and then from there on, my dad got a job, and we just picked up from, from that point on just to kind of support ourselves with living in a small apartment, sharing like two bedrooms with my other siblings, and, I don't know. It's just it's just always been different for me. I've always had to like learn English. English is not my second language. So from coming from Africa to a whole new environment and a whole new place is just it took it took some time to getting used to, but I kind of caught on.
0: What was kind of the hardest part of the culture difference? I guess what was the hardest part of the adjusting? I would definitely say language.
1: Like I didn't understand what anybody was saying around me I didn't understand why people the dressing also like I wore something different I had a job on I was like this shy kind of quiet girl who didn't understand what anyone was saying to her and I was just kind of thrown into like a whole new environment and it was just kind of whoa this is a complete 360 and like where I come from to new places like the the heat here is different, the weather, you guys have snow. We don't have snow where I'm from. Kenya doesn't have snow, so that was just a different kind of woo.
0: Why did your family choose Michigan then? Because like you mentioned I the snow know. and the weather is very, very different. You know,
1: okay, I would really hope that we went somewhere else, but uh, they needed us to kind of start off with people we knew of our own. They didn't just want to throw us like in D.C. or somewhere else that we didn't have anyone to. Pick up from so mm-hmm. they wanted us to just be with our own family, someone we know, and just go from there.
0: Okay, so when exactly did you become a citizen? What year, and kind of what was that process like? It was for me, it wasn't that long of a process because
1: I understood the, the government and um, I studied pretty hard on it. But um, just recently, I, I would say over the summer, as when I became a, a citizen. Um, me and my older brother, we took the uh, uh, the test back in um, in Detroit, and so you send in kind of your application saying, you know, this is what I'm trying to do, this is where I come from, this is the all information, and they look it over and it takes like three to six months for them to get back to you just on um, a letter saying, okay, you have this interview date, which you have to wait for another three uh, months for. With me and my brother, the thing is, is we already know. We already speak the language, so it didn't take as long. For my mom and dad, who kind of have a different situation where they have a disorder of learning, it's taking them longer because we're trying to get that wave, but these people are not understanding that we're not making up these illnesses. My parents went through so much trauma where they have tried going to classes. They have tried learning the English. It's just so hard for them to pick up, like, as as— kids we just kind of grew up into the English language with them they're grown up it's so it's harder for them to just kind of do those things and they're getting so much hardship when we go to Detroit we get sent back like oh the date on this paper is wrong or um what you're saying isn't the same as what's written on the paper so they get sent back every time and this is probably our fifth or fourth try trying to do it again so okay. with me it's always I'm focused on making them citizens first and with me and my brother I just kind of had, wanted to get it out of the way because we know this stuff and we can study as hard as we can and just get that done which here we are we did and we got the citizenship
0: and yeah. I read in the cover story that You lived in a refugee camp for nearly a year before being granted access to live in the U.S.? Yeah. Uh, What was the camp like to live in? With me, like, that part of
1: my, like, part of me, I don't remember as much, but I know it wasn't luxury, you know. It wasn't somewhere we wanted to stay forever. It was just kind of like a temporary home, but um, as my mom puts it, it wasn't, um, the food supply wasn't great water supply wasn't good um the living environment wasn't also that um of her choosing I mean it was just kind of somewhere where you just had to be for a little bit and so you get placed somewhere but um it wasn't really somewhere we wanted to be forever
0: okay um so what exactly what role does faith kind of play in your life as a Muslim woman as a Muslim
1: woman is just kind of I mean, it's who I am. It's a part of really just who Halima is. I mm-hmm. I try to show people that I'm Muslim, and you don't have to fear me. I'm a Muslim, and I do pray five times a day, and I try to do my best to read the Quran and be a good example for my siblings. It's just a representation of who Halima is. My faith is kind of leads me the way, and it just, eh. it's something that I stand for as a person like this is a part of me and this is what I follow and, and it, it just leads the way for me.
0: Okay you just mentioned praying about five times a day was yeah. it hard to find a pl- like peaceful place to pray in Mount Pleasant? Um, I When I got involved in the MSA which is the Muslim
1: Student Association I found out that um, there's a mosque here um, oh. that you can go to um, but with me it's always just finding an environment where I feel comfortable at most, and with that, it's just being my bedroom. Like, I could re- lay down the mat prayer and just go to the bathroom, wash up, and my roommates are respectful enough to know that she's praying, so we're not going to bother her or we're going to be quiet. So, for me, it's just in my own room and just
0: doing my thing. Okay. Um so do you think that Muslims kind of face any negative stereotypes or misconceptions about the religion of Islam?
1: Definitely because we don't some like something bad could happen in the news and they can associate that with every single Muslim. But that doesn't mean anything like you never met me personally, have I ever threatened you? Has my my family ever done anything bad towards you to make to make you think that we're all the same people and that's not true like i wouldn't say oh this person did something bad to me that means everybody else is going to do the same thing so it shouldn't apply to a religion that's just someone own doing that shouldn't apply to my religion and what i stand for
0: why do you think people do that where they kind of place an entire group of people into kind of like a small box of like one person who practices Islam is like does something that makes the news kind of thing they're just like oh must be all Muslims kind of thing why do you think people do that? I would
1: say that sometimes we want someone to blame we want someone to point the finger at where they're scared they don't understand that that's not how things should be and if it is we're dividing everybody up We're, we're putting people into circles and we shouldn't do that we shouldn't fingers we shouldn't blame people for someone's you know outrage or anything like that and I think some people who do that are scared and they just want a reason to hate
0: okay have you ever
1: personally felt discriminated against never because I've always put myself with people who have always made me feel welcomed And I've never wanted to make myself feel like a victim. So I'm always looking at the positive side. I'm always saying, you know, what they think isn't what affects Mm -hmm. me. That's not going to, what they say about my religion isn't going to affect what I want to get in my degree, what I want to do in school, you know, my family. So it's always me looking at myself, like, not allowing them to get to me. So I just stay away from, I know, situations that would make me feel differently.
0: Okay, what kind of made you decide to come to CMU in the first place? <laughs> to be honest, I CMU was like a last-minute decision.
1: <laughs> like, I've never stepped foot until I came for, like, actually orientation here. Mm-hmm. But something about CMU, when I was, like, just looking through um, the Google, like, where should I go next because I need to get my bachelor's. I didn't want to go somewhere too far, but then I didn't want to – just stay in my own environment so I wanted to kind of like branch out but something about CMU and I can't explain it just like kind of pulled me to it when I was like looking at pictures or just something about CMU just said you know this is where to go corny but I know (laughs) it's true
0: (laughs) I mean corny got you here so (laughs) okay so I guess what is it like to be a Muslim student in Mount Pleasant which is kind of a primarily white conservative town um I don't,
1: like, I went to a community college, so it it felt more home-like, and the community was tighter than, you know, coming to a university where it's really, really big, but I've found myself where I've surrounded with good roommates, I've surrounded myself with good um, organizations that didn't make me feel like I was just another number walking around, it made me feel connected to other people, so
0: nothing really. Okay. Um how important do you think it is to kind of have a community that kind of brings Okay. How important do you think it is to have a community that kind of brings together the practicing Muslim students cuz you keep mentioning the groups you're in.
1: It's really important because like my main thing when I actually did decide to come here, I really wanted To grow my faith in a way. And I actually didn't want to lose that part of me. You know. I'm not home to pray with my family. I'm not home to eat with my family. So for me to find out that there was an organization. Where I can connect with people like me. And we can talk about situations that are happening in the news. Or we can you know talk about what we read. Like in the Quran or something like that, is just another way of me connecting with more people. Who practice the same thing. So it's just kind of like. Reinforming my faith. So I'm just. I have, I have a certain group to go to, you know?
0: So it's kind of just your home away yeah, from home, yeah. your little family there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the cover story, you said that your hijab doesn't oppress you, but it empowers you. Would yeah. you kind of mind going into detail about that? How exactly does it empower you? I mean, like, if I were to, it makes me feel different in a way.
1: It makes me, when I'm walking down the street and I, like, if you look around, I'm the only person wearing it. It makes me, in a way, feel special, like this is a representation of who I am, what I believe in, and this is this is 100% nothing that I can say sorry for. It, and, and it just empowers me in that way. It shows your pride of your religion yeah, kind of thing. Right.
0: Okay, and my last question just is, what would you want non-Muslim people to know about your religion? I want them to not be scared.
1: I have good friends who are not muslim and we get along so well and where I consider them family and I don't want them to be scared of what they hear on the news to associate that with me like get to know me as a person get to know like what I like to eat what I, what I like to do for fun and, and in a way we can f- connect cuz I love meeting new people and I don't want them the first thing to see is me wearing a hijab and then thinking oh I should be scared of her. There's nothing to be scared of me. I'm just another human. I'm struggling just like you in school, and I'm just trying to get by, and that shouldn't stop you from making a friend like me.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming. Uh, this no has problem. been Central Headlines, and once again, I'm Brianne Woody, the Features Editor, and this has been Halima Abdi. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus.